64,000 is the median number of words per book. Average person reads about 200 words per minute. Simple math will tell us that is one book in 320 minutes. To accomplish this in seven days, numbers say you would have to read for 45 minutes a day. Don't forget to subscribe. Hit that notification button, like, comment, and share. Enjoy. Hello, and happy day. How does slowing down sound to you today? Would you like to reduce the noise for just a bit? Are you ready to make a choice and decide to listen? My name is Igor S.F. Walker. I am here to remind people to slow down, to reduce the noise, to walk their lives into a natural flow. Welcome back to the Book of the Week series. Every week, as I read another amazing title, I share it with the world. Today, we look at what to say when you talk to yourself by Shad Helmstetter. In this video, we wonder why things do not work out the way they should. Why do we not get from life many of the things we would like to have and know we should? Why do some people seem to be lucky while the great majority of the rest seem not to be? Why are some people day to day happier, more productive, more fulfilled than others? What makes the difference? Is it kismet, a kind of faith, which in some mysterious way charts our destiny and leaves little of the steering of our course through life up to us? Stick around till the end. I will share with you some tools I haven't used that will help you tremendously in this game of life. Discover a way to find out what actually motivates you, what innate human need is driving all of your decisions and your behavior. I will share some tools to improve your self-awareness, social awareness, self-management and relationship management. Today most people understand that we get programmed from birth on, that our brains are literally wired for success or failure, and that we end up living out those programs for better or for worse. But many people still struggle, struggle to get rid of the old programs that are negative or are holding them back and they are not sure how to do it. Now, research in neuroscience has shown us how the brain gets programmed. And people want to know how they can use that knowledge to change their programming and to improve their lives. Is the control of our lives in our hands or isn't it? And if we can or should control our lives, what goes wrong? What holds us back? Have you ever attended a function or a meeting in which someone gave a rousing motivational talk? Have you ever read a book that caught your attention as being life-changing, gotten excited and motivated to put the ideas into practice, only to have the book wind up forgotten on a dusty bookshelf next to the other great ideas like it? Have you ever been inspired to change, to achieve something important, and then stopped? Where did the inspiration and the motivation go? And why didn't it last? If there are so many answers to our questions about what 
to do in order to make life better? Why have so many people failed at making these great ideas work? Or if they worked for a time, what makes them stop working? Something vital is missing. It was something so essential, so important to the whole process of achieving success that without it, solutions wouldn't work, at least not for any length of time. It is no longer a success theory. It is a simple but a powerful fact. Neither luck nor desire has the slightest thing to do with it. It makes no difference whether we believe it or not. The brain simply believes what you tell it most. And what you tell it about you, it will create. It has no choice. Human brain, that incredibly powerful personal biochemical computer that each of us has, is capable of doing for you anything reasonable that you would like it to do. But you have to know how to treat it. You have to know how to wire it in the right way. If you do it right and give it the right directions, it will have the right thing and it will work for you in the right way. But if you give your mental computer the wrong directions, it will act on those wrong directions. It will continue to respond to the negative programming that you and the rest of the world have been giving it. You have literally been wiring your brain in the wrong way, physically, without even being aware of it. We begin to believe that what we were being told by others and what we were telling ourselves was true, no matter how innocently given or subtly implied. We began hearing the same words and same thoughts repeatedly hundreds, even thousands of times. We were told, or we told ourselves, what we could not do, could not accomplish. Repetition, repetition, repetition is a convincing argument. Eventually we believe what others told us and what we told ourselves most. We began to live out the picture of ourselves. We had created in our own minds and in time, we became what we most believed about ourselves. Here's a short summary of the rules of success that have been given to us over the years. Each of these ideas is designed to help you create positive changes in life. We learned that if you want to be successful, you should believe in yourself. Keep your priorities straight. Take responsibility for yourself. Create your own future. Meditate daily. Practice mindfulness. Focus on what you want. Attract what you desire. Learn to visualize the outcome of your goals. Never let anyone control your destiny for you. Be creative. Think big. Control stress. Be aggressive and assertive. Think positively. Chart your own course. Set specific goals and review them often. Spend some time each day improving your mind. Review your results and readjust as necessary. Be tolerant. Do everything with love. Do not hate and have courage. 
recognize that most of what we believe about life is an illusion. Be honest. Work hard. Believe money is good and it will come to you. Have faith. If you agree to do it, enjoy it. Be strong. Show affection. Manage your time. Dress right. Learn to sell yourself. Take time off. Believe in a higher self. Eat right. Live prudently. Seek the aid of others who are in sympathy with your goals. Give assistance to others. Keep motivated. Be optimistic. Trust others and be worthy of trust. Recognize that success is more than money. Be kind. See the big picture. Take care of the details. Get organized. Don't procrastinate. Stay in control. Keep fit. See problems as opportunities. Learn everything you can about your job. Do not be afraid of success. Be generous to others. Believe in God. Reach a little higher than you thought you could. Set your sights. Take actions and never give up. Our new understanding of the brain's neuroplasticity, however, tells us that in order for these rules to work or for these changes we want to become permanent changes, there are three essential ingredients that will ensure that the ideas will become a permanent part of you. Now, the first ingredient is in order to work and keep working, the new idea or a message has to become physically wired into your brain. Unless the new messages or directions are actually wired into your brain's neural networks. Even the best of the ideas will work only temporarily. Now, the second ingredient for the creating lasting positive mental change is understanding how your brain gets wired and the role you play in the wiring process. An understanding of how your brain gets programmed puts you in direct control of the process of creating the change and making it last. And the third ingredient for creating positive personal change, which always begins with mental change, is a new word-for-word -word set of directions. New programming to both your conscious and subconscious mind. That means a specific programming vocabulary, which is worded in a specific way that anyone can use at any time to replace the old negative programming with positive new directions. Now, the only solution that includes all three of the essential ingredients that create lasting change in the brain is self-talk. We learn to believe what adults tell us and what we learn to perceive about ourselves as children has an incredibly important effect on us. It informs what we believe about most of what is going on around us. And almost everything that we come to believe about ourselves. Some of our programming 
is obvious, but most of it is not. Most of it has been much more subtle. Every day we receive an endless stream of commands, directives, controls, inducements, and expectations from others. Everything around us nudges, demands, or persuades, even as adults. We are met with a torrent of influences we're not even aware of most of the time. We are ships with countless captains all seeking to direct us on their own courses, for their own purposes, not even knowing they are leading our ships astray. As long as you and I allow others to program us in a way that fits their choosing, we are without a doubt out of control, captive to the whims of some unknown destiny, not quite recognizing that what hangs in the balance is the fulfillment of our own futures. Do you want to go through the rest of your life literally at the mercy of programs you do not want? Well, you do not have to. You can override almost any condition you have ever received in any part of your life. It makes absolutely no difference who, where, what, why, or how you have been in the past. It makes no difference what you believe about yourself or what others may have believed about you. It makes no difference what circumstances life may have tossed into your lap. You can put yourself in control. Now it is your turn. You can reprogram. You can rewire your life. You can erase the old negative counterproductive work against you programming and replace it with a healthy new positive, productive kind of programming. We've now learned how to do that. Rewire, erase, and replace. And it all starts with learning how to talk to yourself. A new set of directions. Most of the people who use negative self-talk are not aware of what they're saying, and few, if any, of them are aware of the power of the programming. Now, the negative programming they are giving themselves. We live in our poorly programmed unconscious minds in the disquieting shadow world of uncertainty, believing that we should be achieving but not knowing why, after so much frustration and trying, we are not. There's a natural process by which success or failure in managing or controlling our lives takes place. The process consists of a sequence of steps. If we are aware of what the steps are, we can improve our chances and accelerate our advances. Now, if we are not aware of what is causing our success or foiling it, we end up at the mercy of chance. Life is not a matter of luck or fortune. We're not playing our lives at a gaming table. If we leave our lives up to chance, chances are we will fail. Now, the self-management sequence, five steps that control our success or our failure. Number one, behavior. How you manage yourself, what you do, how you act, 
each and every moment, every word you speak, motion you make, an action you take or do not take will determine how well anything in your life works for you. It does not take a wizard to tell us that when we do the right things, there's always a better chance that things will work better for us than when we do the wrong things. Now, the reason we don't heed even our own advice is because of something else which affects, directs, influences, or controls all of our actions. Now, that's something that makes us do what we do is called our feelings. It makes no difference. It made no difference if the individual's feelings were rational. Her feelings, nonetheless, directly controlled, influenced, and severely affected the woman's actions. Your feelings about anything you do will affect how you do it. It doesn't have to be feelings of like or dislike, joy or fear. All of your feelings affect your actions. How you feel about your job, your mate, your family, your money, your health, yourself, and your success will determine how you behave in each of these areas. But what causes you to have the feelings which are so much a part of you? Did you get them by accident? What creates the way you feel about anything? Chance? Never. Your feelings are created, controlled, determined, and influenced by your attitudes. Our attitudes are no accident. They don't just happen. Our attitudes are controlled, created, or influenced entirely by our beliefs. Now, our beliefs are not accidents of nature. Our beliefs are created and directed entirely by our programming. It all starts with our programming. What we have accepted from the outside world or fed to ourselves has initiated a natural cause and effect chain reaction, a sequence which cannot fail to lead us to successful self-management or the unsuccessful mismanagement of ourselves, our resources, and our future. It is our programming that sets up our beliefs and the chain reaction begins in logical progression. What we believe determines our attitudes, affects our feelings, directs our behavior, and determines our success or failure. Number one, programming creates beliefs. Number two, beliefs create attitudes. Number three, attitudes create feelings. Number four, feelings determine actions. And number five, Actions create results. That's how brain works. Self-talk is a way to override our past negative programming by erasing or replacing it with conscious, positive, new directions. Self-talk is a practical way to live our lives by actively, with active intent, rather than with passive acceptance. Level one self-talk, the level of negative acceptance. I can't. 
I cannot. The five levels of self-talk start at the lowest, the least beneficial level, at the very bottom of the list, and the most harmful self-talk we can use is level one, the level of negative acceptance. Level two self-talk. The level of recognition and the need to change. I need to, I should, I'm supposed to. Now this level on the surface, it looks as though it should work for us, but instead it works against us. In this level of self-talk, we are stating to ourselves and to others our recognition of our need to change. Now why does that work against us? Because it recognizes a problem, but creates no solution. Now level three, self-talk. The level of decision to change. I never, I no longer. Level three, self-talk is the first level of self-talk that actually works for you instead of against you. Now in this level, you do recognize the need to change, but also you make the decision to do something about it and you state the decision in the present tense as though the change has already taken place. Level four, self-talk. The level of the better you. I am. This is the most effective kind of self-talk we can ever use in our self-talk vocabulary. Level four is the kind of self-talk that is needed the most. It is at this level that you are painting a completed new picture of yourself the way you really wanted it to be, handing it to your subconscious and saying, this is the me I want to create. Forget the old bad programming I gave you in the past. Now this is your new program. Level five, self-talk. The level of universal affirmation. It is, there's another type of self-talk like phrases, which while similar to the other levels of self-talk we are discussing, is in particular in this practice very different. This is the use of affirmation, various forms of spiritually oriented affirmations have been practiced for many years. These affirmations are often similar to the mantras of the ancient religions that inspired them, and they usually affirm a oneness with spirit or speak of a divine affinity of being which transcends our earthly life and gives greater meaning to our existence. Affirmations are often associated with New Age thought. Now, self-talk isn't. Affirmations typically have a metaphysical association. Self-talk doesn't. Some authors, however, use the terms self-talk and affirmations interchangeably, and as a result, people are often confused by the terms. Now, to unconfuse you, here are the definitions. Affirmations, usually a spiritually oriented phrase, often general in nature, which affirms an overriding consciousness of unity and well-being. Self-talk specific statements 
of self-direction designed to wire new neural pathways in the brain. There are three challenges in changing from thinking negative to thinking positive. Now, the first channel challenge confronts those who believe that positive thinking by itself fixes everything. It doesn't. Just believing everything will work out without creating an action plan to solve the problem will only end <coughs> in disappointment. And any notion of becoming a true positive thinker will soon fade away. We even have a term for thinking that is too positive, Pollyanna thinking. Now the second challenge in changing from negative thinking to positive thinking is that just telling yourself you're going to be more positive in the future doesn't automatically rewire your brain to be that way. Now you can set a goal to be more optimistic and to never be negative again, but that goal will only work if you take the time to rewire your brain with positive new programs. It is fine to throw out the old. It is essential, but it is also essential to replace the old with the new, word by word, thought by thought. Now, the problem has been that in the past no one gave us the words. No one gave us the word-for-word -word vocabulary that we needed to replace the negative programming we had learned so well. The right kind of self-talk is the key to making all positive thinking work. Just wanting to be a positive thinker isn't enough. Making a decision to have a positive attitude isn't enough. The possibilities for using self-talk are limited only by the individual. There are as many uses as there are people with needs. Effective leading of others always begins with successful self-management. You can be a graduate student of human resources or management and never attain the essential skills of managing others if you do not first master the management of yourself. True leaders have their own selves firmly in control. They're in command of their actions, their feelings, their attitudes, and their perspective. Each of us, everyone you or I could ever meet, would like to achieve something. For some of us it is to become better or achieve in only one or two areas of our lives. For others it is to achieve the best we can in every Area. Think of any job, career, position, task, or an opportunity that comes to your mind in any circumstance we might encounter. Which of us has the better chance of succeeding? Those of us who had given ourselves the extra benefit of self-assurance and determination, overriding our fears and charging past our obstacles, or those of us who resist our potential hang on to our old programming and live with uncertainty, doubt and disbelief, which would you rather do? You will find that all self-talk suggestions or phrases fit into four categories, habit changing, attitude building, motivational or situational self-talk. Choose a habit you would like to change. Don't try to change your life overnight. Start off with a minor habit, something small, 
Then change the words that describe yourself to you. Once you begin, keep at it. It is exciting to watch the changes that do take place, to witness the replacement of an old habit which once got in the way with an emergence of a fruitful, valuable new habit that helps you. The next time the problem of any kind occurs, take note of how you respond to it. If you consider yourself to be a mature, capable individual in control of yourself, take control of your thoughts. Not just when it suits you, and not just when things go well. Do not waste the power of your mind giving in to the petty inconveniences of life. Use that energy for something good. Channel it. Control it. Focus it. Give yourself the words and directions that put you in control of yourself. It isn't difficult. And it's always worth it. The solution. Learning to manage, control, and direct the resources of your own mind is the greatest opportunity you will ever have. Until recently, we didn't even know the name of our greatest adversary. That wall which has confined us to the smallest part of what we could have been. The adversary has been us. It is the thoughts which we have thought. It is our own thinking which has created the limited self-portraits of who we believe ourselves to be. Our technology has given us the tools, and science has shown us the way. Our emerging understanding of our own human brain has pointed us in the right direction. We have learned that what we do, and what we do with us, is not an accidental happening. We have learned that who we are, and what we are, is the result of more than a chance combination of genetic inclinations. We have learned that what happens next for each of us is more up to us than we might have thought. It is up to what we think. Talk to yourself. Learn the words, the right words, and use them. Make yourself talk a positive, everyday, self-directing habit. Talk to yourself in a way that is kind, loving, caring, strong, demanding, and determined. Talk to yourself in the right way every day. And when you do, you will give yourself the greatest gift you will ever give. Remember, you are everything that is your thoughts, your life, your dreams come true. You are everything you choose to be. You are as unlimited as the endless universe. And there you have it. What to say when you talk to yourself. Please do help out. It is easy. Simply like this video so more people can enjoy it. Share it too. Spread the word. Leave a comment and share your thoughts. Subscribe to my channel. Stay up to date. And the link to this book is in the description below. So you buy it and you read and you never stop learning, especially learning about yourself and nature. So gift yourself by taking the free human needs test on my website and find out what actually motivates you. What innate human need is driving all of your decisions and your behavior. And if you feel you are ready,
to improve your self-awareness, social awareness, self-management and relationship management even further, then do check out my Master of Life Awareness program. The links are in the description below. I thank you. Love and respect.